From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another episode of the Pucks Out Podcast. I'm Bobby Butler. He's Brandon Bond. hey It's time to crack open a cold Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing IPA, the official beer of the Pucks Out Podcast. And remember, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's been a long day. I needed that. Oh, yeah. Me too, man. Been a long week. Uh, me... Me too. Me <laughs> too. Absolutely, man. But uh, how you been, bud? Busy. Quarantining. Yeah. Sitting at home, doing nothing. Uh, sleeping when I can, but not watching sports. Yep. Coming out here and pretty much seeing you is the only time I get to get out of the house, so. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> glad to see you, yeah. obviously. Uh, obviously, we got to we gotta get this entertainment, this form of entertainment out to folks because they need it right now. So, we, we still got lots to talk about. We, yeah. just, we just don't have any new updates on sports to talk yeah, about. We are day 19 without hockey Yeah, as of this recording. Okay. And that's, uh, you know, again, I remember I said I could, I could turn off the counter in my head because I'd, I'd go crazy. That's <laughs> that's wild. It has been days are just moving into, into one another at this point, and I'm so busy at work that not a lot going on. So this is really the highlight of my week, getting, yeah. to, getting to do getting to record this uh, and get it out there there to the folks. Yeah, my, my work is up to two because of the nature of the work. Right. Obviously, you know, it's something people can do at home, so more people are ordering it. Exactly. But before we get into everything, I want to give a quick shout out to all of our fans. As podcasters, we set goals that we want to reach. And a couple of weeks ago, we met our first goal of 300 listeners in a week. Boom. And last episode, we hit 500 listeners in less than a week. It took, what, four days? Three three days to hit yeah. 500 listeners. So yeah. thank well, you, everyone. And well, we now still, we're shooting for 1,000. Well, we still got three days till the week hits. Yeah. You know? I mean, it came out a little late on Thursday. So, hey, heck yeah. We appreciate you guys. Obviously, we told you where you, where you can find us on social media let us know what you want we want to we want to gear this towards you guys we have no loyalty to any any given thing except for sierra nevada yeah that tasty hazy little thing ipa <sighs> that wasn't even that wasn't even a scheduled sponsor no. spot, man you know sometimes <laughs> you just got to get them in where you can get them yeah. in you know but, <laughs> all right so let's move into some news from across the pond prince charles so fancy <laughs> so fancy hey, man. drinking this here not my pinky up yeah, yeah. But uh, Prince Charles and Boris Johnson, they got coronavirus, so can get can hit anybody. Yeah, man. so it's yeah. hit the royal family and the prime minister. So that's it's a big deal. People keep safe. Also, the NFL draft happening on schedule. Yeah. Goodell uh, came out and said, "Yeah, Roger Goodell, and he made some good points mm. that I mean, this is just something that that we need right now. You know, yeah. NFL is the only normalcy we're getting right now, and because because." Because of the nature of the of, of the this part of the season for the NH, NFL, it's business as usual for the most parts. So they can't get players can't get reviewed by team doctors, but they can they can uh, agree on independent doctors to check with them. And I'm excited, actually. You know, I don't. I the the worst part. I mean, I'm 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 very sad for Vegas. Obviously, we just had the had the draft here last year, and it was so much fun. It was such yeah. a good event to actually go to, but. As far as just watching the draft, I could do without all the fanfare and all the, you know, 
flashy suits and I don't really care. I just want to know where you're going and I want I want them to talk about where you're going and what impact it has and what the teams are, are needing and why they took that. Did they go best available? So so I'm excited that it's going on as usual. I mean, I'm excited to see kind of inside the war room a little bit more. I think that's, I mean, what a dope, yeah. what a dope way to, to draft. So what are your thoughts? Do you think, do you think the actual NFL season is happening this year on schedule? Man, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I think that, I think without getting, you know, too into so stuff that I may be speaking out of turn about. I think it, I think we really got a hardcore hit it now and early on this uh, this physical distancing, social distancing, trying to to work from home if possible. So I think a lot of that is going to determine what we're what we do about the this now. If I had to guess, I would say probably not. Probably be pushed back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, um, but you um, know, for the first regular season week is early September. I don't see everything being done ready for games because yeah. tell you what the nfl is not going to do they're not playing in empty stadiums oh yeah no that's not I mean, happening and that would be one of the few sports that it wouldn't even be kind of cool to watch a little bit yeah like an nba game with no fans might actually be really awesome same with because, hockey because you know in a hockey game with it'd be no cool fan, to see one or two of them yeah sure sure i mean eventually it would wear on you and yeah. uh and it would look more like practice than anything but i think it would be kind of but football, I have literally zero desire to watch a football game with no real atmosphere around it. It just would seem really weird. Yeah. You know, because there's so much downtime in football just by the nature of it that it would get real old real quick watching folks stand around for three hours. I don't think it would be as an intriguing of a, of a ball game. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're asking me. All right, man. So how about this last Sunday being the Ocho on ESPN2? Yeah. ESPN8, the Ocho was, was I didn't get to watch it, was Jason Bateman, one of the commentators. Old Cotton McKnight? Cotton McKnight reprising his role in, in Dodgeball, man. Uh, that would have been that would have been awesome. But they had some pretty funny, funny sport. Stupid Robot Fighting League. Uh, they had marble runs. <laughs> cherry, cherry pit spitting. Sign fighting, and that's uh, uh, I'm so sorry. Sign spinning. So they had the the sign spinning world championships on there, man. And I'm very sorry. Cotton McKnight was not Jason Bateman's character. He was the one that talked. Yeah, to jo- Jason, Jason Bateman was Pepper. Pepper. Pepper Brooks. Okay, Pepper Brooks. But also the world stacking championships, 2000 world world sport uh, stacking championships. Uh, and also the 2019 Death Diving World Championship, Bobby. So really a big, a big lineup. Well, it was the 2019, so <laughs> you've missed it for an entire year. <laughs> and again, so yeah, a lot of these were just old, uh, old events that they that they had probably in the uh, in the old vault. And they're like, let's get death diving on, and you know, obviously nobody has to worry about having seen it already. It's basically new. You can just pretend like this is a new thing. Yeah. That was a pretty cool thing for ESPN to do. They're having to be creative like they were in the early days of SportsCenter. So normally you might not be going to our games of the week, but no games, so no games of the week. So instead, we're going to talk a little bit about the best hockey dynasties of the modern era, meaning post-1960. Yeah. So we're just going to pick one, talk about it, and we're going to let you, the fans, vote on Twitter about who you think was the better dynasty of the modern era. So why don't you go first and tell us the dynasty that you chose? Uh, the dynasty I picked, I feel like it is for a pretty obvious uh, choice, but Gretzky's late 80s run in Edmonton with the Oilers. I think that was uh, probably the most iconic player, the most iconic iconic run uh, 
of, of a few years from a specific player. So got to see him at his peak of greatness. So that would be my choice. What about you, man? What do you, what do you bring into the table today? I went with one that I think a lot of people, it's kind of known as the greatest and it's a little typical, but that is the 1970 through 1979 Montreal Habs. Old Habnadians, huh? Yeah. You know, you've got... Go Habs, baby. Yeah. You've got Scotty Bowman at the last eight years at the helm of that team. You got, you've got Ken Dryden's rookie run to the Con Smith. You know, six cups in nine years. That is absolute dominance. Yeah, there was that was a that was a really good good uh, good choice, Bob. There's a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, the Penguins of the late late 2010, starting in 09. There, yeah. Uh, I mean, with with mo- the way modern hockey is, tough to tough to win win that many. Uh, late 90s to about mid mid 2000s, uh, the Detroit Red Wings. You could you could probably argue uh, was a was a was a really strong dynasty. The- Early eighties Islanders. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Then then they were consecutive and they, yeah. they were right there in a row too. So there wasn't wasn't any really skip years in those. So as much as it pains me to say it, obviously you probably gotta mention Pac- Patrick Kane's Blackhawks. Oh, we don't have to. <laughs> you know what? Let's not mention it. Yeah. We're, didn't we're happen. not gonna bring it up. So, um, yeah, so I think that those are, but, but my favorite obviously is because of the Gretzky and you probably picked the the best overall team dynasty with, uh, as far as dominant, as far as dominance goes. One thing that really, uh, that I really find interesting about that Oilers one is that even after the trade, they went out and went a cup. After getting rid of Gretzky. Right. Exactly. Which says a lot about that team. That would be like if Michael left and Scottie Pippen took the Bulls and won, and won a title without without Jordan. Yeah. I mean, he got close a couple of times, but uh, never – no cigar, as yeah. they say. So, yeah, that's uh, that's impressive, and especially in hockey. Um, Real quick, guys. This past week, we, are, we have a new T-shirt shop over at What a Maneuver. Check out any of our social media pages, and you'll uh, find the website link. You can also find the link in the description of this episode. Go on over. Shirts are about 20, 20 something bucks. You can get t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops. Don't forget onesies, bro. Onesies, you can get infant- onesies for your children because I know that your children are waiting with bated breath every week for us to drop the new episode. So here's a chance to get them all geared up. We're going to move outside of the NHL now. Uh, we wanted to talk about maybe a few, because again, we are starved for real content, a few free agent transactions that we maybe didn't get to bring up. Um, actually, I got an apology for this section. It's it's to you. I said that Packers drafted Favre and then drafted Rodgers. That's incorrect. The Atlanta Falcons drafted Brett Favre, and then uh, he only played in two games for the Falcons, and then... Uh, then actually was went over to the Packers. So and neither of us caught that when you said it. Yeah, one, I know. Because once you told me, oh, I have to apologize. I'm like, oh wait, that does sound right. I don't yeah. think Brett Favre's dropped no, the last I, week. I was, catch you know, it. I'm not out here. I just, you know, you guys know me. Sometimes I'm just talking, but I, I do try to correct myself if I was wrong. That's not super, super egregious. Um, nobody yelled at us about it or anything. But we are going to try to correct ourselves if we if we are wrong. So, uh, but is there any any uh, Melvin Gordon landed? He landed at Denver as we nice. as we kind of spoke about. I mean, I guess it depends. I think that, especially from a fantasy viewpoint, I think you've taken two decent options and a pretty good option, and then you've made them all meh options. 
You know, I mean, unless you can get a steal in the draft and drafting and then maybe one of them gets gets hurt. Obviously, you never want to hope that, but it's a running back position. So, I mean, it's going to happen. Somebody, uh, Melvin Gordon's prone to getting hurt. That makes a good move. Uh, maybe as, as far as a team wise, obviously getting getting talent in, the, in your on your roster is never a bad thing for, for yeah. football as a, as a football move. So how so, did Philip Lindsay do last season in fantasy? I mean, he had over a thousand yards, but he was very inconsistent. Was he, he an RB2? I think no, no, he was not an RB one. That is that is for sure. But Freeman stole so much work from him last yeah. year as well. I mean, he got over a thousand yards. There's a Philip Lindsay had a couple of great games that you're like, yes, but you definitely didn't play him yeah. in the games that it happened. So I think in deep leagues, in very deep leagues, it takes him from an RB two to a flex, maybe. Uh yeah, I would say Lindsay's probably still going to be uh, be a good flex option because he does have a couple of seasons where they're trying to put it on him. Doesn't have the draft pedigree, but it looked like that didn't matter last year. Now that now because Royce Freeman did have the draft pedigree, a first round pick, he has they're trying to push him, you know, and I just feel like Philip Lindsay was always the better back. But I mean, obviously, Melvin Gordon coming in, he has something to prove. This is uh, this is what one of the superstar running backs that we were talking about within the last couple of years. If it weren't, I mean, there were people that drafted last year before the holdout and probably took him seven or eight overall so that's obviously a great move he can he can win that backfield i think with uh is it is it schottenheimer there um sounds right sounds right correct us if we're wrong <laughs> um but he's gone he's done one one running back the offensive coordinator has done run, one running back before he's done multiple running backs so we'll really have to see kind of what that means for the overall landscape in denver i think it's a good move uh, for denver as a football team fantasy wise it may may kind of hurt Three players. All right, so a couple more transactions in the NFL happened over the week. So let's talk about that for a bit, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got I got a few that I wanted to bring up that we weren't able to bring up last week. Um, for the Cowboys, I'm not gonna do all these three individually. I'm just gonna talk about some notable signings by the Cowboys. Uh, obviously Amari Cooper. And Dak Prescott, Prescott, they got on the franchise tag, and Cooper, they locked down. I think he gave him a little bit of a hometown discount uh, to to stay in town there because he because he really wants to to win a championship, and you know they get the, on the right track, that might be possible. But Gerald McCoy on the defensive line will be a great a great addition for them. But you know we had talked a little Broncos earlier on the offensive side of the football, but the defensive side of the football, they get AJ, they sign AJ Boye which was a great move for them. Jacksonville just unloaded them this uh, this season. So to be able to sign a, a premier cornerback like that, that's awesome. And then got Jarrell Casey for a seventh-round pick from the Titans. And, you know, I know a lot of Titans fans are upset about that. We cleared up a whole bunch of, of cap room for that yeah. particular scenario. And they've really only made one move of signing uh, Vic Beasley from the from the Falcons. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a, in, a, in a minute because I know we got some probably more prevalent Titans listeners than anything. You know, maybe they made that move of Casey to the Broncos for an opportunity for Jadavian Clowney. That's what I'm hearing. I think Clowney is probably wanting too much money right now. So everybody's battling there. Uh, I mean, what do you think, man? AJ Boye, great shutdown corner. You think think Denver's bringing it this year? You think Denver's a potential playoff team? What do you? Yeah, you dude, I think they're definitely it? a uh, playoff team. Don't know if they have what it takes to compete with the big dogs. I think they're getting a first, second round bump. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I don't see anyone in the league contending with the Niners, Kansas City, maybe Tampa now. Yeah, sure. Tampa, uh, Tampa, New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. I mean, I say I think you have to keep the Titans in that conversation by not losing a whole bunch of of the pieces that 
that made them what they were last year. I disagree about the Titans. I think that was a one-trick pony that we saw last year. Uh, but, I mean, it's one of those things where Derrick Henry's been doing it, bro. Yeah, you listen, I mean? He's been, listen uh, Derrick Henry has the ability to do it. I don't think that the ability, the talent around him, it can do it. I mean, have you watched A.J. Brown play I, yeah, football? Yeah, I was, you know about, I was literally say? about to say that if A.J. Brown yeah. brings it, if he doesn't have a sophomore slump, then that's definitely a possibility. He's a, he's a beast. But man, my, man. my issues are still with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. I don't. I to me, Ryan Tannehill is not a Super Bowl worthy quarterback. I I mean, I think that he he showed that he could do what he what he needed to do. Obviously, he needs. But to then step again, to Eli the Manning a was bit. a Super Bowl uh, worthy quarterback. So yes, he was. He was. <laughs> he was twice. So, he was twice. Bobby. Who knows anymore about um, what quarterbacks can do what? No, but I mean, you're going in there with a different game plan as the Titans. We'll see. Denver's got a got a tough road ahead of them as well. I mean, John Gruden's not gonna gonna lay it down. The Kansas City Chiefs aren't gonna lay it down. Uh, I mean, the Chargers seem like they're gonna be back in action, ready to go this coming up year. We'll see. I mean, the Broncos are have made some moves. You can't say they they haven't tried. Uh, John Elway's failed a lot of experiments up there as a as a uh, general manager though. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. It's sad to see. John Elway is one of the one of the great football players. He doesn't seem like he knows what he's uh, what he's doing a whole lot of the time in in the front office. So, we'll kind of see how some of these moves moves work out. One move that I really really wanted to talk and I think that you probably will as well. Manuel Sanders to yes. uh, the, to the to the Saints. Getting down there with with Drew Brees and Michael Thomas and Jared Cook and Alvin Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray and yeah. Trey I'm very Smith. happy about this because he almost went with the Cowboys. Yeah. And that would have broke my heart. Yeah. I mean, he has a, he has a real opportunity to go to, a, to a Super Bowl this year. And that would make him a little fun fact trivia for you. The first ever receiver to go to the Super Bowl with four separate teams. So, uh, can you name those teams, Bobby? I cannot. Okay. Um, I was thinking you were going to at least give it a shot. I mean, there. I knew Broncos. Okay. Broncos. Pittsburgh Steelers. I didn't even know he was with the Steelers. Yeah, that's where he where he started. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and then then the obviously the Niners this year. So that would be three. The Saints are are looking looking like a favorite to go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl this year. So that would obviously obviously bring him to number four if he could do that. So good opportunity for him. I think that really hurts Jared Cook's fantasy value if if it hurts anybody's. I think that Emmanuel Sanders has proven it time and time again that he can be a reliable option for a quarterback and a smart quarterback like Drew Brees is going to is going to eat this up. So, smart route runner. Most of his his success last year was on uh was was press man coverage and you can beat press man. You still got it. You know, you yeah. still, you can still sit in the hole. So. And I think one of the biggest issues the Saints have had for many years now is not having a legitimate number two behind Michael Thomas. I, I can agree with that. You know, so now uh, you're at, you can split that defense. Uh, it's, they're going to be dangerous yeah. with the long ball. I, I can most certainly agree with that. That's pretty much it for, for things that have happened. Uh, Vic Beasley, obviously, I want to mention that him going to the Titans, an edge rusher from the Falcons. Could be a good opportunity for him to to step up to the plate. He was a he he was a first round draft pick about three years ago. He's only twenty seven years old. Maybe he'll find a new home in Tennessee and and thrive here. Uh, I would love for him to to be able to come on come in on that edge and and play that stand up linebacker defensive end role and make an impact because that's something that the Titans didn't have was pressure on the quarterback last year, and that's something that's going to be necessary. That's something that's going to be necessary. Quarterback or no, you got to get to the quarterback in this league if you want to, if yeah. you want to have some success long term. Yeah. 
But one thing I will say, though, for the Titans' uh, favor, the, their their road became a lot easier over the offseason. It absolutely did. We yeah. talked to, talked a little bit about that last week um, with the with all the moves that happened, that the only real downturning move for the Titans in the division was possibly Phillip Rivers to to Indianapolis. That gives them a little more sure of a of a quarterback to kind of lead them and not lose football games. Yeah. Maybe not go out and win uh win a big win a game. Not that he can't, but they need a quarterback to not lose them football yeah, game, yeah. which has been their big big problem. Yeah. And I mean the Jags are back to being that poverty trash fan franchise that they've been, so they're not much of a warrior anymore. Shad Khan he, I think that's what he wants, man. I'll tell you this right now. I mean, it's pretty much in the in the stars that he wants to move this team to London. Yeah. As a as a divisional opponent of Jacksonville, hard no, <laughs> hard no. Playing football across the pond once a year is a tough sell. I mean, it's I'm so, they they would have to. I mean, I assume they would re uh, align the divisions if they went to London, right? They would do something. Well. I would say that you're. I would assume that that would come when they add maybe a, a couple more teams, maybe one in London, maybe one in Manchester, what, maybe one in Ireland, one and then mo- move a team, maybe an expansion team, move a team back down south. One would hope, but I mean, you're going to get into the situation where like nobody wants to go to England to play football. You know, I personally, I would love to see a team in London. I, I, I don't think that I don't think logistically it would work. That it's 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 shown time and time again that it's been so hard on these guys. Yeah, to no, one hundred percent. There and I'd, do it as a fan. I'd love to see it, but log- logistically speaking, realistically speaking, yeah. It and not to mention, you know, people use these one-off games that we ha- see once a year when we see the, f- the fans full in Wembley. Mm-hmm. Okay, filling one game three games a year is yeah. not the issue. That's like filling you- a team stadium seventeen weeks, right? There, that is when it becomes difficult. Yeah. Now, I mean, because you're not because because right now you're getting fans of every NFL team going yeah. to that game. Right. Eventually, right. the the fans of every team are not going to are going to stop going to the same team every game every <sighs> week. I don't know, man. It's football is fun to go to. I get you that, know, but especially got, when you've never. But had also, you got to remember that these people like they're travel. They're not most of the people going to the game are not from London. These are sure. these are people from Scotland, Ireland. That's but that's you know, like Wales. Saying- so they're you're asking these people to travel seventeen weeks. Uh, to go, but how? But but not much further than if you were happened to be a fan of the Tennessee Titans and lived in Northeast Tennessee. You know, I mean, that's four or five hour drive. That's about what the and their public infrastructure is going to be better as well to get them in and out of stadiums. And that's something that Europe has has shown that that they're ahead of us in is, is yeah. public transport. Um. I mean, I agree with you. That's definitely the 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 whole the downfall for yeah. potentially moving a team there. But I, I'm 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 not for moving a team there anyway. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, because that's that'd be hard on on guys that play on those teams yeah. that were going to be perennially bad. That I, in my opinion, if they if they move a team there, a yeah. single team. There. I mean, I'm an Anglophile, so I love. I mean, seeing a team there. I mean, I would want to make the trip out there to see a pro team. Oh, I, I would absolutely. I mean, you know me. I'm all about an event. But what I'm talking talking about is just as a as a non fan. I think that you're gonna get you're gonna get worse football because of it. Yes, and that's the yeah. ultimate thing. Is you the don't biggest want worse issue football, is teams traveling there, but you want better football. Yeah. Like the Niners having to travel there and then having to play the next week. Right. You know, it's just that's, I mean, you'd have to travel there th- four days in advance, three days in advance just to get some practice and get, uh, you just know. Just get acclimated. Yeah. And then, I mean, even then, then you're still going to have, 
Obviously, they've been trying to set this up to where when teams go there this year, they have a bye afterwards. And so that that works now. But if you have six, a game there every week, eventually you're not going to be able to have a bye the week after going to London. And yeah. then who gets that draw? Who has to go to London and then not come back and basically not only potentially lose the one game because of the travel and the difference of, of what you're doing and yeah. where you're playing, but then I'll, then also lose two because of the travel. And, you know, that would be a hard sell for even any of the owners, uh, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, I but, love the stuff that Khan does. I mean, he created the AEW, and I'm a big fan of AEW. I mean, he's got a great mind for business. But, beer but, me, Blazer, by the way. Mm. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I'm not saying he's like backwards thinking or the worst owner in in the league, um, yeah. but I, I just don't I just don't want that to be an option to uh, to have a have a London team. I think it will will hurt the NFL. Not that I'm not that they're asking me. Not that they care. I mean, if the money and the dollar signs are right, they're gonna do it. Yeah, they asked me for my input, and I I said maybe hold off for a couple of years. He said, you know, <laughs> let's see where it takes us. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a good call, Bobby. I mean, obviously, we established that you get more clout than me. <laughs> All the peoples are calling you. That's fine. I'm I'm gonna just sit over here and just have an opinion in my in my heart. <laughs> so, if you need my opinion to to give you to give them. You just let me know, bro. I'm going to see you right over here. <laughs> Do we have any more transaction to go over? Are we done with transactions? What's um, up? I think that's pretty much it, bro. I think that's all that I wanted to wanted to bring up immediately. So uh, I think we got to move into a mid-roll, though, It's right? time for mid-roll, baby. Today's episode of Pucks Out Podcast is brought to you by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Sierra Nevada has been family-owned and operated since 1980. The number one craft brand in 2018 continues to be the number one selling hazy IPA and the fastest-growing craft brand in 2020. Go get yourself the 2019 gold medal winning Hazy Little Thing IPA and experience the crisp and refreshing Magnum hops that they have to offer. Now back to the show. All right, guys. Welcome back. Time for Joke of the Week. We've got two more for you this week. So let's move in to the first joke. Which one do you want to read, man? I'll take Missouri man charged with licking items at Walmart to mock coronavirus fears. And he's been charged, I believe, with Ter- terrorism. Terrorist, th- terrorist threats. Yeah. Terrorism threats. That is, first off, screw him. Right. (laughs) I think that the charges, I mean, was there no way to get some war crimes (laughs) involved was really going to be my question. Uh, Because, first of all, who has the time? (laughs) You know? I mean, uh, you know, I'm so so busy lately that I don't have time to go and lick grocery store items. I mean... And this isn't the only person that's got caught. I believe there was a lady... Oh, there's been plenty of them. Well, there was a lady in the UK that... uh, I think it was like $60,000 worth of products she ruined because she uh, licked them. Yeah, I did see that. And they had to like throw them out and stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, the thing is, if you're the person that decides they want to lick all that stuff, then it's you're definitely the type of person that we have to throw all of this stuff out. Because, I mean, you're the type of person that licks a whole bunch of stuff in a grocery store. So, yeah. Yeah, what a what a joke. What, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a little more serious than, than mine. And just to call you out, Mr. Cody Fister from St. Louis... <laughs> oh, you're good. I thought you were calling me. Out. No. I was like, I was like, dang, dude. I was like, I've never done this, bro. Like, I've done a lot of stuff, man. Do not sell me out to the peoples, dude. <laughs> no, but I mean, and like this dude had the audacity to like he posted it himself oh, on, to social on, media. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Since you are gonna, since you did say his name, he allegedly did all of this stuff. I just don't want to get sued later on, bro. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so he allegedly did all this stuff. There happens to be a bunch of video 
and they knew exactly it was him. So there seems to be evidence stacked against him. We don't specifically know one way or the other. So don't sue us, sir. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You seem like a litigious kind of (laughs) guy. All right. So mine, a little more jokey, I guess. The FA was forced to uh, forced to confirm that they're not going to be using Wembley Stadium to cook the world's largest lasagna. So it was it was up in the air, I guess, and they had to come out and confirm that no, no, this will not be not be taking place. There was a it was a misinformation and rumor campaign out there as as it goes. So unfortunately for all you lasagna lovers out there, we're not going for the record during this uh, during this quarantine. What a joke, right? Why would you have to confirm that? I feel like. <laughs> I feel like the person that falls for the fact that we're going to use this big stadium, this billion dollar stadium to cook the world's biggest lasagna, like logistically, like what? Like how would just having a big place doesn't mean now that you can now cook a big <laughs> lasagna, you know, like, um, so what a joke. I think we, we really went off on a tangent there, yeah. but, uh, they're not going to be using Wembley stadium to make the world's biggest yep. lasagna. What a joke. So are you ready to talk? serious stuff for a little bit i hope not (laughs) what do you got for me i hope it's not too serious we we teased it in last week that is yes your hatred for batman i'm so sorry i forgot how absolutely (laughs) serious that was yeah no i think that's uh that's what i want to do man i want to talk talk a little bit about batman so So why don't you give us a quick rundown you know, don't okay. go too far into the tangent because I know I you can. Go too far, I could get, I could get, I could be here for days. I could write it. Let, let's a, not do your TED talk right now. I could write a dissertation on this, Bobby, because we're going to talk both Batman and Superman, and I know you hate both. A distaste for for both of them, and um, which one you want me to start with? Let's man? start with Batman. Batman truly holds a major place of distaste in my heart i'm not he's not even a superhero bobby just number one he's just a really really rich guy he's like basically like elon musk if he was if he was cooler and trained so should i let you go all the way rant and then uh come back with my rebuttal or should we rebuttal as you go let's just uh let me go through it and i'm gonna hit you, let you hit with some rebuttals with them and then uh then we can have a discussion go for on it. why i'm absolutely right and you're the most wrong person i've ever met okay um so obviously just being the super rich guy and see like things like him sitting around at his like restaurants and his dinner parties and him him shit talking bat batman he's like oh man this batman he's really throwing a wrench into the city he can't believe how much destruction and terror he's causing in the in the town well first of all you can pay for it you're like a billionaire you're like you're a super super rich guy and you're causing all of the trouble so like that that number one already a, already an issue that he's just not a superhero he's just a really really rich guy that destroys the city and batman is the reason that there are all these terrible people in gotham city there's no joker without the batman there's no penguin without the batman like he's wrong these people specifically and okay so you're wrong on the penguin part the penguin was a crime lord before batman before Batman was even on the scene, Penguin was a crime lord. He's much older than Batman. And second, I will agree with you. The whole uh, Bruce Wayne shit talking Batman, I can't stand it because he's not doing it to actually shit talking. He's doing it to bait people and just being like, oh, but I really like Batman. He's yeah. doing it. He's fishing for compliments. Well, well, That's what that, he's doing. Well, that, but like, he's also his only form of like not showing you who he is is 
half of a mask and you can see the bottom half of his face and still see his eyes, uh, mind you. But he just he just talks in a deeper voice. He's well, like, that, okay, well, that's all superhero <laughs> logic. Let's be honest. That's in, in all superheroes. That The logic is if you just put on a tiny little mask, people just forget who you are. Yeah, that's, that see, is not just for Batman. But cor- Correct. But If anything, he wears more of a mask than most superheroes. Correct. Correct. But I'm saying he's a polarizing individual that's like in the news and stuff all of the time there hasn't been any like hmm, comparisons like dude like everybody everybody would be have the have the internet and and be able to look these up and be like look this does maybe this is the same guy they're like who can afford who in the world in this whole town can afford <laughs> oh, a no, super yeah. dope car like that listen i have no idea when it comes no to that clue. kind of stuff i've always accepted whether it's dc or marvel that is you just have to suspend us because let's be honest oh sure a suspension of oliver belief. queen straight up just put those his hood on and people doesn't know who he is he doesn't even th- have a mask he just throws a green hood on he's like oh I'm, I'm, I'm Green Arrow now. Yeah. It's like, nah, dude, you literally just threw your hood up. I just. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. But the hood, at least, like, it, like, covers kind of, like, Batman is like, you know, Green Arrow was for a time there was a little bit of a polarizing figure. But then he kind of went more underground and started operating a little quieter. You know what I'm saying? Like Batman is like Batman has like people that just have a big sign to put a light up in the air. Say like we need you, bro. Listen, I'll I'll be honest. I'm not like I'm gonna defend Batman for the sake of this argument. I'm not the biggest Batman fan. I don't like I don't really care. I don't hate him. I don't like him. Right. I neutral part. Yes, but I do understand why he's important. A he's more than just a rich guy. Yeah. He has he. He trained with the League of Shadows. He is a ma- he's a master of every form of martial arts. He even he even created his own form of martial arts. Yeah, I mean the thing is, when you're a billionaire and you got the time, you can do that kind of stuff. No, and Bobby. I yeah, you know, I know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like you know you know what have gone a lot further, Batman is you to build up the infrastructure here a little bit. Well, buddy. he he did help maintain the monorail in, in Gotham. Yeah, because he failing. destroys it every three episodes, <laughs> you know? Like, every movie, he destroys it. And so, yeah, he's got to pay a little bit to maintain it because so, that's how he gets places. One of your biggest things is that he's that he's not actually a superhero, that he doesn't have any powers. Yeah, no, yes and But no. then, and, yes th- th- and no. this is an argument for later. Because you're, you're, are, well, well what I'm saying is that, you know, Batman, one of the things that why he's so popular is that he's believable. Okay. He is human. But he, let me hit you with this. No, the reason I don't, the reason I don't like him is not because he's just a super rich guy with no powers because I freaking love Iron Man, okay? Which is basically Tony Stark. But you want to know why I love Tony Stark? Is because Tony Stark owns who he is. Batman and Bruce Wayne are two different people, whereas Iron Man is just Tony Stark. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not real with it. And that's what I don't like about Batman is that... He is different when he's Bruce Wayne. So, uh, yeah, and I get that. I think the difference for that is because, is because in the DC, uh, in the Marvel Universe, they didn't really outlaw superheroes. They didn't outlaw vigilantes. They weren't yeah. attacking them and hunting them in DC. Well, they, they straight up- He would have been fine because, again, he's just a guy. <laughs> so, just saying. No, but what I'm saying is they would I have gotcha. they 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 put Batman on like the most wanted list. You obviously they, have never heard of the Sokovia Accords. I did, <laughs> but no. Listen, so no, uh, I hear I hear what you're saying, but at this point, it's so ingrained in me that any real point that you make is not going to. No, and wrong. I get that. We I mean, we've been having we've been having this conversation for like five six years now about no, Batman, and I'll have it and I'll <laughs> yeah. have it till I die. 
But let now let's talk. Now this one I do take seriously because he is my favorite superhero, and that is your absolute disdain for Superman. He's everything. Yes, he's every superpower and superhero making him like invulnerable, which is the exact opposite of Batman to me. Like I like I like the superheroes that have like specific powers of like what they can do. Like Superman can fly. Superman can see through buildings. Superman can can write at the newspaper who even has newspaper jobs anymore man <laughs> like that's impressive well, he's not really a good journalist so that's one weakness he's not great at his a, job well i mean he's an alien for goodness sake <laughs> um so that is something that um really wears on me but see it's so funny because i don't feel that way about supergirl which i enjoy the show i've actually know? never seen the show it's actually not too bad I've I, mean, seen, I think i've seen one or two episodes of my wife watches and i yeah. actually now that during this quarantine okay. i probably will sit down and watch it's some okay. of it yeah it's not bad it's not bad i I don't know i think it was just like a, a growing up like just doing everything was an, and also like why doesn't somebody just get some kryptonite bullets and hook them up in a machine gun and just they have that's been done okay and he so. was critically injured and out and it took martian manhunter oh, wait can i spoil small the show smallville for you yeah i'm never gonna okay watch it. so this is not exactly that, but pretty much it took martian manhunter john jones to fly him in he had to sacrifice himself superman was going to die mm-hmm. but he feeds off the yellow sun so martian manhunter had to fly him through into the center of the sun just to get him alive so yes he's been killed so but that's, you know, so and he's and he, he's he, he does rely like, with the justice league superman can't do it all on his own because he does fine like when they fight aliens he is not he still uh goes against aliens that are just as strong as him sometimes so he has to fight them yeah sure i mean look and that's why lex Luthor is his you know there are two people that can truly beat superman and you should like what batman is one of the one people one of the few people that can beat superman because he prepares which is another reason why batman is good because he never goes into a situation unprepared batman superman I hate them both. I'll never, I'll never agree to you. You're I'll a big, never Lex, you're a big Lex Luthor guy. I'll, I love Lex Luthor. Okay, <laughs> he makes so much sense, and his sister Lena Luthor also dope. Okay, I'm just saying, I've always had a deep hatred for them. I never will have a have a. Uh, I won't like them. I just can't now. It's ingrained inside of me. I've I've grown too deep in, in into my my distaste for them. So. While I hear what you're saying, I don't care, Bobby. I hate him. I always will hate him. You want to bring it up on the next episode, I'll say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, I mean, I, you know, you know how I feel about this. You know how it was going to get me ranting on it. But um, tell me why I'm wrong. I mean, everybody tries to. So, But, you know, it's either one of two things that people tell me on these on these theories. You're absolutely right. Or like, I hate you, and I hope that you die. And I'm okay with either. I understand. I understand. People love Batman, and I get it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I don't love Batman. I don't hate Batman. To me, he's I, he's always just been kind of like a side character. He's just a guy. Because I've always I've always liked Joker because not because of what he does, because yeah. I find that you know. It, as from a movie standpoint, it takes acting chops to be yeah, Joker. It doesn't really sure. take much acting chops to be the Batman. Sure. I mean, they let Ben Affleck do it. Uh, so. <laughs> so I want to go real quick and defend. I thought Ben Affleck was a great Batman. He played a, yeah, he because, didn't play a good young Batman, but as an older, almost retired Batman, yeah, he played he, really, he played that part really well. And while I don't why? like Zack Snyder as a director, yeah. his uh, casting for that movie was great. Well, you want to know why though? It's because Batman is not that intriguing of a guy. No, one hundred percent. 
It's he like is one dimensional. Basically, basically, his butler should be the bar. That no, head. yeah, Alfred's Alfred. all, and, and, but that, that they wrote it like that. Alfred was always the multi-dimensional one with a yeah. with you know you never know truly what. It, but with Batman, it's, it is you, you get what you get. He's a dude who dresses like a bat who can kick people's ass. Agree to agree. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So let's get into our favorite superheroes. Let's just do a quick top five. Uh, do you want to give us? Do you want to start off with your number number five? Yeah, I I think I'm gonna go with uh my number five, and this is just a quick jot down. Got them together. We did it about thirty seconds ago. Yeah. Could be could come in changing ultimately, but I think I'm gonna go with Hulk at my number five. I, I <laughs> me too, bud. Yeah, Hulk at Hulk at number five here. I mean, it's just such a cool because because Hulk. I mean, obviously not not counting Endgame. But Hulk and Bruce Banner are two people. They're completely separate from yeah. one another. With and it's and it's such an intriguing story. And he's so powerful. And he's and he's such a big asset when you can control him. And yeah. such a such a potential liability when you can't. I, I love it when he, he becomes Professor Hulk. Yes, and, that and, is and one of my game, favorite Hulks. Well, and Mark Ruffalo, oh, so good. Yeah, he does such a. Good but even job. in the comics, Professor Hulk is just so. I yeah. mean, he Mark Ruffalo played him so well yes. to the comic books. Yes, he really, really did. And so, I mean, I loved him in Endgame. The scene when he's sitting there with uh, with Paul Rudd and the tacos. Well, those are that's funny, but no, when he's sitting there with Paul Rudd and those people come to take a picture with Hulk, oh, and like yeah. he's like, "Oh, I'm Ant Man," and they're like, "Oh, okay," and Hulk's <laughs> like, "Oh, I mean, you want him to take a picture with you?" And then that, and at the end, they get to feeling bad. They're like, "We'll take a picture with you, man." He's like, "No, no, you don't really want to." <laughs> and yeah, so that's. Uh, and I need so, to see that movie again, know, man. He, yeah, it's super good and. Stay green. <laughs> he hits him with it. Yeah. So Hulk is Hulk is awesome. And so on top of that, I mean, and and and, and Ragnarok is so good. He was such yeah. a good good asset to the yeah. to the to the crew. So that's so, how I got it. Number five. Obviously, you do as well. Yeah. So my number four is Thor, and you know, directly related to you know moving into Ragnarok. You know, he was yeah. you know, and I think it has to do with not just the character from the comic books that I loved. The, the legend, though. The, the yeah. The myth. I mean, he's so powerful. There was always the debate in the comic book world who can beat Superman because he yeah. is Superman was one of the yeah, that's the thing Superman was one of the original superheroes because so they did overpower him because right. he well, he came first right you gotta and you gotta then they him. and then they were really like oh we I mean maybe we should not make everyone as powerful as that because he's so powerful right but Thor could fight Superman for a yeah. bit. Yeah, and it has a good, you know, at least it has good, like, and see, I like the backstory behind that, how this, these are stories that were taken from mythical stories here on Earth. Yeah. And then they were included in this comic book series, and then this is why that they're a part of it. So I agree. I may be speaking on that in a, in a minute or two. But yeah. my number four, I have Iron Man. Nice. Um, You know, Tony Stark, and I would, I guess that would kind of include the Stark Empire that, that Howard Stark kind of started S.H.I.E.L.D. and kind of put tony on his path and exactly the reasons that i dislike batman are all the reasons that i like iron man is because he is who he is he is just a super rich guy but he he did try to do his part he did stop his company from selling weapons at the cost of potential money and was the brains the bra uh, was the brains of the of the avengers operation and and sometimes seemingly didn't get his due that you thought that he that he should have got just because Captain America was like 90 something. So I guess it's my turn to move into number three. Yeah. Spider Man. Love Spider Man. Every re- re- reiteration, there's some Spider people I don't 
feel like play Spider-Man good, but like just the storylines and it's just this high school kid and it's, and Tom Holland plays him so well, yeah. dude. He plays him so good and, and what you imagine uh, Spider-Man being, and but just the odds and the chances that it just seems like it's always an even fair fight. So I'll be honest, I despised Spider-Man before Tom Holland took the reins. When really? Tom Holland took over, he won me over. That's how good yeah. of an actor he was and how well he played that role. I went from not liking Spider-Man, never really played the video game st- Spider-Man because I just didn't like him. I thought right. he was boring. Right. To he quickly, I mean, he's not. He didn't make my list, but I really like Spider-Man now with this new actor. Yeah. So going into my number three, that is Green Lantern, but more specifically Hal Jordan as Green Lantern. Okay. Yeah, because you know, I don't know if you know much about Green Lantern. There's been multiple Green Lanterns in the comic books. Hal, Ish. you know, not a so big right now guy. I think you know John Stewart. What well, not not John Stewart from the Daily Show, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, Interesting choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got real political there for a bit. <laughs> but no, uh, uh, John Stewart, Green Lantern uh, in the Batman animated series is really good. But I like Hal Jordan from, uh, you know, the new 52. He was really good in that. And, and he, he can basically just like make ghost things appear, right? Like um, He can fly. Items. He can. I mean, it's more than. Yeah. I mean, he's super powerful. I get a big hammer and it's like yes. comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Yeah. So my number two is sort of similar to what you said with Thor. I have Thor, but I have kind of like the slash the Asgardians because of like the Odin lore. And again, one of my re- one of my reasons of that they're one of my favorites is because of the actual lore that they like incorporate from Viking mythology. Yeah, you know, like the Odin and the Loki being the trickster, and you have Hela, and then you have Heimdall, the you know the the ruler of the Bifrost, aka Idris Elba. You know, that's just it's such a cool story and such a cool selling point to me i know i already said this during your portion but i kind of cheated and, and kind of included all of those just really the as guardians because of because of and i've actually uh, you'll be pleased to know i've got about four or five episodes into vikings so finally dude i can't you, wait to talk about that started for you bro you like I'm it so far yeah liking it it's pretty good yeah it's um it's, it's a good show so moving into my number two that's the punisher okay yeah. Okay. I could. I mean, I could see that. That seems like your style of. Uh, the movie that came out a while ago with Thomas Jane yeah. as the as the Punisher. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. The most recent uh, Netflix show with the John guy- Bernthal. Is that his name? The guy from Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Shane. Kill- Shane kills it. As He's the Punisher. such a good actor too. Yeah. I he plays him. such a good asshole, which you have to be to play the Punisher. Right. Uh, I mean, this may be a uh, unpopular opinion, but Shane on The Walking Dead, he was the only right one. You yeah. Guys killed, they killed him for being right because that's how everybody started acting two episodes or two seasons from then was like he was trying to act in the beginning. So I just want to throw that out for there for my boy John. They killed you, bro. <laughs> of course you're going to bang your girlfriend, you know, your best friend's wife, dude. You're trying to protect her and stuff. Yeah. I feel you, dude. <laughs> I feel you. You thought he was dead. Okay, so who do you got for number one, bro? Said it earlier. It's always been my number one favorite. I read his comics. I watch the movies. Um, I watch the shows. Why don't you marry him, bro? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that is Superman. Okay. You know, listen, a lot of superheroes, they have their secret identity. Right. And th- their secret identity is the superhero. With with Superman, Clark Kent is his, is his secret identity. He I mean right. that he 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 is Superman. Yeah. 
that's who he is. That and he has to disguise himself as a regular person. You know, he, so he throws on some glasses. And, yeah, <laughs> and a button up. That's it. <laughs> but no, but it's more than that. He, I don't believe this is one of his abilities. But in a comic book, they said that one of his abilities was able to trick people's minds, and everyone was like, mm, getting a little, getting a little uh, yeah, out of the off the too, off too the far. wall here. Too far. Too <laughs> like, far but no, buddy. but he does like hunch over and make himself seem smaller. He's like a nerd. He's like <laughs> he's like a classic beta. When yeah, he's Clark but Kent, the whole right? thing is that he the reason he took the job the newspaper and stuff is that he put himself into a position that he would be looked over nobody's paying attention to the right. guy going to the office you know nine to five working in the basement of the newspaper right that's why you know he turned down promotions he turned down the big story you know yeah. because to keep that identity but yeah no i always thought it was silly oh i'm gonna throw on these glasses and just well and <laughs> it's funny because in supergirl kara danvers that's supergirl yeah she is like trying to be like in your. She's like she's like uh, Peter Parker was in the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man's. She, you know, I got an exclusive with Supergirl <laughs> type of stuff, and like she just wears glasses and a ponytail. Yeah, so, like, where Clark Kent like, didn't do that. Clark Kent didn't want to talk about Superman. He was like, he wasn't like, oh, look at these pictures I got of Superman. Oh, that looks like a selfie. Yeah. No, he 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 definitely tried to keep his. They do distance. have Jimmy Olsen. They got Jimmy Olsen and Supergirl. Cool. So he's transferred over to, to Central City uh, from from wherever you know they're at. So he's in there. So he's well, Jimmy. I mean, from what I saw, Jimmy Olsen started out in Smallville because he was he grew up with Superman. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. He's there though in Superville. Uh, Su- <laughs> Supergirl now. <laughs> Superville. <laughs> okay, so my number one because my number one superpower and I and don't at me. Actually, do at me if you think that there's something different. But it's no question. There's no doubt in my mind if there's one superpower that I could have. And we, you know what we should do next week? Super Superpower draft. Okay. Right. We'll do a three pick superpower draft and our two superheroes will face off against each other on Twitter. Whoever people think that wins, wins. Okay. okay. Well, let's do that next week. My top one, 101 superpower, super speed. There's no question that it's absolutely the best form of any type of superpower it's better than flying it's better than super strength because with the super speed you get all of the same qualities from flying and from superpower because of simple mathematics you go fast enough you can cause those things so the flash is my number one superhero i love the flash i love i love the fake science that's involved in the tv show the on Flash. I haven't, I haven't even been keeping up, but I watched probably four seasons or five seasons or so, and I just, I just love the. I know that that science is not real, but like the way that they pretend, like, all right, so basically what you got to do here is you got to spin your arms real, real fast, and you're going to create this vacuum, and, you know, like <laughs> just all that bull crap that's like fake, and I know that's not real, but like maybe it has like a hint of realism. So the Flash is my number one superhero. Because I just love super speed, and I think it's the the absolute best. So that's going to be a one-on-one next week, because you got the first pick, because I had the first pick last I week. I got the first pick. You just know that I'm getting super speed, and whatever else you get, I'm still going to top you, because I'm going to add in. Yeah, So because I know I know you got the the first pick in the uh, NHL mascot draft, so I'll be getting first pick next week, so I'm just going to go ahead and let you tune in so you can be ready for your pick 102. All right, so... We've got a new segment. It's kind of built in with this or that. With everything going on, uh, to fill some time, we got a game called Answer the Internet. And w- pretty much it's just kind of this or that questions or would you rather questions or just questions in general. Okay. It, it, the, tagline, the tagline of it is questions as effed up as you are. 
So F- fits gonna, it's, a, it's a tough bill to try to sign up for. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. If so, can you know, usually with this or that, we prepare for them and we know this. We're picking randomly. And this week we'll just do one because we're getting, we're already past, we're at about an hour right now. This says, would you rather be able to eat as much as you want without getting fat or never have to pay for any meals? Hmm. I think, I mean, that's a tough one. Oh, it's that's an easy one really for me. I'm telling one. you that right now. Um, I'm probably not paying for meals, to be honest with you. Well, we know who's never been overweight then because I'm telling you right now, uh, I'd rather eat as much as I want without ever gaining fat. <laughs> uh, the answer to that was me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just, I just, you know, that's so much money that I spend on just basically food. I just feel like I'm, if I can pocket that and spend it on beer. I'm going to much, I mean, I'm going to, I'm, I'm actually absolutely going to be overweight because I'm not paying for meals. So like, ergo, I'm just going to eat more probably. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that just sounds so nice. And since it's not going to happen, I just want to have my hypothetical wallet be fatter (laughs) because of it. So now it's moving into the actual this or that. And we actually, uh, you don't know it. Do you know what this one is yet? I haven't even seen it, bro. I'm not even, not even even preppered (laughs) at all. This week, we've got every year you have to heart emoji the last 30 pictures posted by your ex on social media, or you you always miss your exit when you're driving. Okay, so my question (laughs) for this is going to be on like, basically, is it just like the exit you plan on taking? The egg, like, so if you're planning on taking an exit to go somewhere, you miss it. You always miss it. You've got to, you've either got to take the next one and detour or get on the next one and turn back around. And then I'm just trying to like see how far in advance that, you know, cause living in Nashville, if I plan to take a specific exit, that could work out in my whatever, favor. whatever you plan to take, you miss it. Okay. So even in my head, if I'm like planning on planning yes. it, it's going to, it's always going it. to be a detour. It's always going to be like, oh. Every year, do I get to choose the 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 pictures? Have to be just like the last thirty, 30 that, pictures, the, the last like, thirty that they posted. Hey, it's your like the pictures of your ex day, and then you just got to go like thirty of them. The last no, not, you don't get to pick the pictures. No, the no, last, the yeah. last thirty. Yes, I got it. So you and I mean that that could go back that could go back a while. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. I guess I guess it depends on how much they uh, they post. Um, and it's not and it's not like it's the same ex every year. I yeah. Well, I mean, so this year it's the last. Oh, you just, first- it's just a rando X. No, well, the, no, it goes by like, so the, the first okay. year is the last X you had. The oh. second year is the X before that. Then the I thir- absolutely choose that one. Just because <laughs> my life is going to be spiced up so much. Because like, are is it, you know, is it just going to like tell you like, hey, you got to go like Joe Schmo? And I, you know, I never dated anybody named Joe Schmo. Jane Smo. <laughs> and you just got to go like their photos now? I mean- January first, you got you got to go. You got to go uh, heart the pat, and it's not a like; it's a heart. If it, I, I would much rather do that, dude. I, you know me. If I started missing exits every day, like, dude, I would be I would be so irritable all the time. You yeah, know, I'm like I'm like a planner. Like I know where I need to go. Like generally, so like, no, that'd kill me. Uh, obviously, I'm gonna choose. The, I'm just gonna go with the the random liking X's of uh, yeah. liking pictures. Of no, X's and, and I'm on the same boat because I or, even up, even if I miss up. one, I'm just like so. It, it's a day. It's a ruiner for like it ruins my day for like 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm so upset for sure. Right, and see again, like I can miss exits and 
it'll be fine ultimately for time wise and like where I'm going and stuff. But like, it just make me mad. Dude. Yeah. Like, so I'm, but hard in the, dude. your, your ex's last 30 pictures, like it would be awkward. Now we, it would be awkward for sure. But now what we're really going to find out is if we're going to, is after this releases on Wednesday or Thursday of this coming up week and your wife and my girlfriend listen to it, <laughs> We're going to find out if we picked right or not, because like, because we may have just dug ourselves a grave over a hypothetical question. Well, I can tell you right now, just tell them, oh, so you're driving everywhere then, because if I pick that, you're driving everywhere. This is, but see, the thing is, the fight or the upsetness is going to be real when this question is hypothetical. So, so what if they're driving us everywhere, Bobby? We're not ever actually going to miss the exit. So what I'm saying is we could have just picked the exit thing been completely safe but we like to live on the edge in the quarantine bro we can't even go out to uh, go out of the house they can't even send us out to get a beer at a bar right now bro so we're really testing our luck yeah (laughs) so Uh, let's move into what are you binging what are you binging man why don't you start you start so last week i talked about how i started it and we finished it and that is hunters on amazon yeah i haven't finished it yet amazing show no spoilers no spoilers there's a there because i can't wait for you to finish it because i was gonna after the show talk to you about it because there's a big thing but i'm not zipping my mouth that's what she said yep (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i'm excited for you to finish it dude so but then while but yeah i uh i whipped out the margarita machine that my wife got me at our wedding day (laughs) and we've been having some quarantine margs man we've got some uh i had a question i didn't know if a margarita mix goes bad i've had some margarita (laughs) mix in my fridge for like a year and a half it does not oh yeah well that's good for you you know um Good, drinking you some Margs, you know, getting you some Hunters going. I'm about seven, so I only got a little bit left yeah. to go, so I'm not not super far behind. Uh, let me uh, let me ask you this: cliffhanger? Does it end on a cliffhanger? Oh yeah, I do not like that. Oh yeah, don't so like that. I, I'm not going to spoil anything, don't but like, spoil it. Uh, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I wonder if there's going to be a season two, and she's like, I don't know, they might just wrap everything up in a nice little bow, eh, and has, I'm like, uh, and has, so I like look it up, and like nothing's been confirmed for a season two. At the end, I'm like, oh, they better have a season two. Yeah. They don't, you don't get to leave us on that. When you got Al, Pati- Al Pacino attached, I'm pretty sure you can get whatever you want. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe, maybe he dies or something. So. <laughs> Don't do this to me, Sean Bean. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Um, okay, so I'm going to stop trying to spoil the, the the show for myself, and I guess I'm going to move into what am I binging. Obviously, as I've told you guys a couple weeks ago, Law & Order SVU still on the old docket, okay? So I've kind of moved past some of the weird storylines. It's kind of getting towards the other end of Elliot Stabler, but that's not what I got on the list because I've revamped my watching of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. 9-9! 9-9! Yes. <laughs> I love the Nine-Nine. Jake and all the gang. It is the best show on TV right now. It is super good. I, I completely agree and I really like the fact that NBC bought it yes. after it went off of Fox because they're able to play around with so many more jokes that Fox itself won't play with. Yeah. So Brooklyn Nine Nine, obviously Andy Sandberg, and, and it's really good because he got some range, dude. He's yeah, he does. Range. But as much as I love Andy Sandberg, Andre Bauer, uh, Andre Kills Bauer it. as freaking Captain Raymond Holt is great, and freaking Boyle, dude. <laughs> yeah. I love Boyle. Like just some of his little one-off lines that he come, like when he's talking to Gina after the after their parents have got married. <laughs> yeah, and he he goes. Well, if it isn't my former lover, hello, <laughs> sister. <laughs> and just like little things like that. Did you see the episode where Boyle got the leather jacket? 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've, I, I've, I've watched through it a couple of, couple yeah. of times. So love the show. I really will suggest if while you're, while you're teamed up at home, while you're quarantined up, you go check out Brooklyn nine, nine. It's all on Hulu. Super, super. Funny. I will say the best scene of that show ever. And it's all over Facebook is the backstreet boys scene. Where yes. <laughs> the lineup and they do the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. It is they, yeah. hilarious. Yes. Yeah. And there's so many spots. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> so many spots that, I mean, again, like you said, Captain Ray Holt, I ju- I, his one liners sometimes are just perfect. <laughs> yeah. And he switches his code name from wet, don't call me wet blanket, <laughs> call me Velvet Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Brooklyn Nine Nine, obviously I've come. I've come last week. I came with Miller Lite. Technically, that is still true. But I've got a. I'm been binging sleep, dude. I've been sleeping when I can. Uh, you know, getting some good, getting some good Z's to to be well rested for my my battle ahead during my day. So sleep, but again, Miller Lite was was really the answer to that. If uh, if we're forcing me to pick a binge drink, yeah. Let's move into what snaps your stick. Brought to you by Sierra Nevada. <sighs> Tastes like oh yeah, buddy. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Actually, hand me another one of them, them brewskis, bro. All right. So I just came up with mine today. You seem like you're a little more prepared and well thought out. Why don't you hit us with your snapping your stick, buddy? Sports wise. So for the sports, got? and that is retired players who start bashing current ones. Are you talking about Charles Barkley? <laughs> <laughs> just to start things off. Technically, he's an analyst. <laughs> yeah, but you know one thing that made. Kobe, one of the greatest of all times, was his ability to not just not talk shit about current players, right. but help them. Sure, you know, tell you know, talk about their p- positives. Go and work with them one on one. You know, that is that's your sport. That the sport gave you your livelihood. Right. You should want that sport to continue on. You should have pride in that sport. You should see the younger generation coming. You should want them to be better than you. Right. You know. And yeah, Michael has kind of stayed out of the spotlight. He doesn't really, you know, work with them. You know, he kind of is doing his own thing. He's earned that. But it's great seeing the older players coming in, helping the younger players. You know, guys like John Elway, you know, he he stays active. He got a management role. He's helping these young quarterbacks. Yeah. But yeah, so, th- I mean, that's just. It's frustrating to watch that. And sometimes, and I, look, I love Charles Barkley and I love the drama that he brings to the game. But I agree with you. He does unnecessarily. Have have beefs and feuds with young guys. Like we gotta remember, these guys are twenty three, twenty four years old. They're yeah. you know they they got millions of dollars yeah. and nothing but time when they ain't playing basketball. So yeah, sometimes a guy like Charles Barkley needs to take the high road and yeah. not not smack talk and not not reply to. I agree with that. I'm you know you're on the field smack talking. John back and forth that's one thing but once you start talking outside of outside of the outside of the actual game I start to lose a little bit of respect towards what you know and again I get it Charles Barkley's there for ratings not for for mentorship yeah so I understand I understand that but at the same time you can you can do both you know yeah. there's a there's a there's an opportunity to do both so that's pretty good man it's not super polarizing no. anything. you know it's a it's just a hey you kind of hate this when it happens my sports answer that I have is when players act like Joe Theismann or Eli Manning as a more popular example yeah. of 
I'm not playing for this team. Uh, Manning did it to the Chargers. Theismann did it to who? Dolphins. Again, the Dolphins. And he came from the CFL, got drafted by the Dolphins and the Redskins, and he wanted to go to the Redskins. If you wanted, it, you know, if you wanted the opportunity to pick where you worked, then you should have got a finance degree yeah. and or attempted to do finish that. your rookie contract and request a trade. Yes, yeah, or just not resign back with that. You know, yeah. And so, even in Joe Theismann's case, like I can see, the NFL was a lot more owner oriented during that time frame. Yeah. But for for Eli Manning to act the way that he acted, it was no. He was a crybaby. He was a crybaby cry about it. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, that doing that completely altered not just my view on him, but on on Manning's. And it took yeah. a while for me to, well, to get mature. Well, I matured. I was a yeah. little kid. And you know, Peyton, Peyton didn't do that. No, and then no, and it know? was just a, it was a while. It was it's been a couple of years since I, you know I was like, oh, screw the Mannings. But then I grew up. I was like, you know, I actually really like Peyton. And, you know, the moment He's I started so, seeing his nationwide commercials, right. I was like, I like Peyton. And see, that's the that's the hard part for me is because Eli is a less funny version of Peyton to me. I really like him. I like the commercials they do together. I liked him on Saturday Night Live. But well, like, he's a I not funny never- version. Do I, I've never found Eli funny. to be. I mean, no. I mean, yeah, it's he's because less funny. your distaste for him. You yeah. get something stuck in your head, <laughs> and you can't look past it, bro. I know that about you. Okay, what I'm saying like is Batman. kind of like me with <laughs> Batman, right? If you're able to admit it, Eli is my Batman. It, Eli is your Batman, and so. I, but that's also because Eli Manning beat the Patriots two times in the Super Bowl, bro. Don't pretend like that doesn't reach up inside your head every time you think about it. Eh, just a bit. Just a bit. <laughs> so. And so the fact that he did that to the Chargers and made it so public and made it so crybaby and made it, I'm going to go to my daddy and we're going to do this. It was, um, it's something I don't like. It's really snapped my stick and it's, you know, it sticks in my craw because we're going to talk in a couple episodes about uh, potential hall of famers. And Eli will be on that list with, with Phillip rivers. It goes from not as great of an actual playing career and to super bowls like, you know, Super Bowls are important to me, and some people don't find them as important. But like, they're very important to me. I find them very important, and if if I were to get a vote for the the Hall of Fame, like you do, Bobby, uh, because of all your clout, <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's one of the factors to me because winning a Super Bowl and leading a team to a Super Bowl matters. Yeah, that's why everyone plays the game. That's people aren't playing the exactly. game for individual awards; they're playing the game. For, to go to win a Super Bowl, I could you know all the times I couldn't tell you the Patriots records for the years that Tom Brady won a Super Bowl, but I could tell you that he won a Super Bowl that year. Uh, but yeah, so exactly, that's a that's a good one uh, for for me. Uh, you got a non sports that you yes, I do, and I am so serious about this, and I'm going to go and apologize to the members of my family that I know disagree with me on this. Kites suck and i want to be very it's, it's k-i-t-e-s kites, my, my wife said i had to make sure i pronounce that correctly you you could absolutely get a sense of my <laughs> yeah. here, bro for, for just talking about not wanting to fly something in some wind you okay <laughs> we you know we we could be we could be blacklisted by the fcc if that was yeah. uh inappropriately read. i'm with you i think kites are boring kites. they're pointless like what do you like cool like if you listen if you really want to see something up there just yeah. Go to YouTube. My thing is, my thing is, if you're the most successful that you can be while flying a kite, you're still just holding something up in the air by a string. Yeah. So, like, that's the goal. And yeah. I agree with you. Again, we don't want to, we don't want to isolate all people that love kites, but. Kinda. <laughs> but I don't get it. You, you know, have I a stupid hobby. I don't. Yeah. 
Hey, I, don't say that. <laughs> it's just uh, because, you know, let people enjoy things. That's one of our No, yeah, I'll here. let you enjoy it. I'm going to judge it. you, though. We don't enjoy. Yes. <laughs> Kites are, are, are strange. I just, you know, like, I, I guess I get it. You know, you get it up in the air for a little bit and then like, that's cool. But like, that's your thing is to do kites. Like, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not yeah. very pro kite, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my non-sport is folks that will tell you that they're going to Walmart, but they don't tell you they're going to Walmart. They're going to the Walmart. Or Wally World. No, I don't even hate Wally World. It's just the the in front of it. Yeah. I'm, if they said I'm going to the Wally World, yeah, <laughs> I would dislike that. I would have a distaste for that. I'll say dumb stuff like that. Hey, I'm going to I'm going to go to Wally World. But like, why the the? Yeah, there's so many Kroger stores, not Krogers. They're not the Krogers. There's so many Kroger stores. Why would you say I'm going to the Krogers? I just don't get it. I just don't get the the. You know, it's yeah. so growing up in Sumner County. In the, were, su- in the Sumner County. In the Sumner County. Okay. There was a restaurant called Los Compadres, a Mexican establishment. The Los Compadres? Yes. Every time people are like, I'm going to the Los Compadres. Oh, like, oh, you're going to the, the <laughs> friends? So you're going to go to Los Compadres. You're not going to the, the Los Compadres. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I am with you on that. I just don't get the the in front of it. And no, like the crow. Like especially when they add the like when they do Kroger with it and they add the S at the end the Krogers the Krogers it makes me want to murder somebody. I just want to hit him with the Krogers. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that is that tears me up. I it I don't know. I don't even know really why. It's just one of those things that just bothers. It's me. It's always yeah. It's bothered me too. It's always bugged like me. It. What'd you learn today, man? We're getting out. We're about to get out of here. Yeah, we're getting, getting out of here soon, show. man. Uh, you know. I learned that uh, I learned more about your uh, hatred for Batman, for the Bat guy. I learned that you're going to piss off a bunch of uh, family members, apparently. <laughs> apparently, you have a lot of family members. That My sister is a very pro kite person. Yeah, but what is your sister going to do uh, about <laughs> it? She ain't going to do nothing. She Look, I am happy for Jen if she's pro kite, but what are you going to do? You're going to start a petition against <laughs> us because we don't like kites, Jen? Like, all right, guys, it's time to sign off. Of we'll see you next week. This has been another episode of the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Follow us on social media at Pucks Out Pod. You can follow him at Brandon K. Bond. You can follow me at Bobby Butler 1865. Have a great week, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.